This is Brian Collins. I'm a uh, former Walt Disney Imagineer, and you're listening to the most wonderful podcast to hit the airwaves, Mouse Capades. You're at the right place at the right time. You found the number one podcast that entertains the space between your ears. It's I hope you enjoy the show. If you're like me, you're going to laugh a lot. We invite you to pull up a chair. Be Relax and get ready to take a trip to the vacation kingdom of the world. So, grab your magic bands and your Mickey ears. Here we go. Because it's time for another episode of the Mousecapades Podcast. Happy Wednesday and happy hump day, everybody. You made it to the midpoint of your week, and so did we. Good for us. Very thankful. We hope you are having an awesome week. I'm glad you found us and you're taking the time to check out, relax, sit back, and listen. You're listening to the number one podcast that entertains the space between your ears, the Mousecapades Podcast. This is Nick, and I am here with cast member Chrissy, and this is episode 408. Today, we will be bringing you the latest news, rumors. But as always, before we dive into the episode, we encourage you to check out our friends over at WaltExpress.com for Disney deals, tips, tricks, and all things Disney. And we're going to do that right now. We're going to see what they have up. And here's the latest on the Express. 2019 Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party tickets on sale now, Chrissy. I can't believe that. I barely have Christmas put away. So, all, right. So, already... Disney has been dropping, it's been like a drip of this past, what, two weeks? Yeah. Oh my gosh, so much in the last two weeks. Everything's been dropping. Yes. And usually, when do they start dropping the Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween You know, it seems really early this year. I don't know if it's been this early before. I really don't. I haven't looked at much of the chatter today, but it just seems really early to me. Does it really, really does? I don't think they've ever released. I don't no, want to say. I thought it was never, more like March. Yeah, it's like springtime. Yeah. But listeners, you hear cast member Chrissy. She's a former cast member, and if you've listened to our show for quite some time, you know that she came on. She's been on a handful of times. Handful well, actually, of quite times. a bit. But you are our very first episode, and every I time know. you come on, I talk about it all the time because it's so cool. You're near, dear, and special to me and the podcast because you were our very first episode back when it was Nick and Dave. Yeah. And. We, I think we had to record that thing four times. I, I think something, something like, that. like that. It was crazy. It like was the fun. audio was messed up. And even at the end, we didn't have the heart to call you back and say we had to do it again because the audio was spliced. Oh, I didn't know on that. On two separate tracks. We couldn't get it together for some reason. I have no idea why. <laughs> but Dave and I were new to podcasting, had no idea what we were doing, but we knew we loved Disney and wanted to record it and share it with everyone else out there. And we did. We called you like a handful of times. I remember. Night. Yeah, Can it was fun. It? Can yeah. we redo it again? Oh, and I didn't care. It I know, was right? fun. And then like it was still messed up, but we worked it and yeah. had it out. And I still remember that night. Yeah. Uh, in the basement recording yeah. our very first episode. Yeah. And anyway, good memories though. Yeah, good, good times. Memories, good memories. Good times. So thank you so much for coming back on. And listeners, you're going to hear her more often. She's going to fill in when she can yeah. with uh, news and rumors or whatever it may be. And I'm very excited. She worked at, um, well, you worked at Disney Hollywood Studios. Yeah, right? for, that's where I met Mike. That's where you met Mike. Yeah. He also worked in 
Yeah, Disney he was Hollywood security. Studios. It wasn't one of the guests. It no, was, no, it no. Was, that would be weird. It was security, which we've had Mike on too. Yeah, he was on shortly after I was. We had him on for our Big Brother segment. Yeah. And we had the Fletcher music in the background. We need to have him <laughs> I back remember on. that. I was really trying to get him going on some like crazy stories. Yeah, and, like, he didn't have many me. crazy stories. Yeah, I was like, but, give me the locker room stories, Mike. You know, yeah. tell me what you found in bags that would come through security and stuff like that. Nothing exciting. Anyway, um, good stuff. So let's go on. Uh, let's see here. On the Express, Walt Express also has uh, special perks for Disney World pass holders at Festival of the, of the Arts. That just dropped as well. And eight exclusive ways to get a discount at Disney World. This is some good stuff. Yeah. What to expect in Disney World during the month of February. So this is really good right here. Just I have four separate blogs up right now. Go ahead and check out our friends over at waltexpress.com. And one thing I want to start off as far as news goes. You're all good, Chrissy. You're looking up some stuff too? Oh, I always look awesome. stuff up. Yeah, by all means. I was following along. So... Walt Disney World Resort Hotel is now introducing a new payment card policy beginning February of 27, or I should say February 27th. So here's, this is according to, let's see here, this is according to, I believe, WDW Info. Under the new policy, on the day of arrival, resort hotels will place an authorization hold on the card for any balance due on the reservation, plus an extra $100 for an estimated, uh, for incidental fees, expenses. If the guest spending exceeds the original $100 hold, additional incremental holds will be obtained automatically. The authorization holds are on the card or that are on the card will not exceed the current balance due plus $100. Yeah, I, I guess I never realized that they didn't do that because it is pretty standard at See, most I, hotels. We were just talking about this at I work thought they today. Did. See, I, honestly, I thought they did too. Because when you check in, they would always say... We're going to put a hold on your yeah. car just to make you aware of this. Yeah. Because there have been times where we go and we don't do room charging. I, it, it, I can't believe I thought they've always so done it. So here in the article it also says, let's see here, um, for balances due on the car or for a balance that's due on the reservation plus $100. So I guess if you don't have it paid off and you're paying the remainder balance when you check Which in. Which is really kind of weird because aren't they supposed to be paid off? Well, depending upon what type of reservation true, it is. I know true. like for like military for myself, I don't, so I don't have to pay off the full amount. Oh, okay. So when I get there, I usually just run my card sure. and pay it off. But they always say we're going to hold an extra hundred bucks yeah, on your card. Th- yeah. So I don't know, I don't know what's changed and I'm kind of confused by this to be honest with you. It does so, say that guests have the option of not putting a credit card on file, which makes sense. And it says that they will not be able to use their magic band for charging. Well, that's... I thought nothing new. Right. So I guess... what? So let's look at this. Let's break this down. The additional incremental holds will be obtained automatically. So if the guest exceeds the original $100 hold. Sure. So, so if, if you're charging to the yeah. to your room... And you spend $105, they are going to now put another 100, 100 on basically, hold. Basically, we can assume. Yeah. Okay, so that's what that, it sounds like. Maybe that's changed. Maybe that's it. I'm like, Instead I'm, of just putting that initial, say, $100 on hold, and you go and spend, like, 5000 Yeah. You know, they're doing it in smaller increments at a time. I guess so, man. Yeah. Don't know. Let's go ahead. You know, last weekend was Marathon Weekend. Yeah. Yeah, we had a couple friends down there, and you had your My brother, brother down he there. ran the full this year. He did the full last yeah. year. We had him on, he did the half, right? He did the half last year. His goal is to do the dopey. Yeah, I remember him telling us five, that. Which is 5, 10, half, and full. We gotta have him back on, of course, to talk uh, about his experiences. That would be really, yeah, really neat. Yeah, he's still there as we speak. 
When's he coming home? I know he's there at least through Thursday. My parents are there as well, and they traditionally like to go oh, Sunday really? through Thursday. Okay, cool. Sunday through Friday. Yeah, they're staying um, DVC at Yacht Yacht Club. Yacht awesome. Club. Yeah. All right, so let's talk about Marathon Weekend. The 26th annual Walt Disney World Marathon Weekend. And it came to an end. So we have our names for the people that finished first for the male and female contestants. Or I should say marathon runners. And I hope I'm saying this right. Um, Fredison? Or maybe I'm totally jacking this up. Yeah, Fredison? 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 Uh, Costa, or Costa, I should say. And this is a beautiful name. Giovanna? Giovanna. Giovanna. Yeah, oh, that Martin's. is pretty. Yeah. I had a, I had a student in class, and her last name was Giovanna. Oh, really? Yeah, it's really, Fun. really unique. So anyway, Costa and uh, Martins were both male and female winners, both of which have a, his- a history of winning the Walt Disney World Marathon. Wow. Yeah. So they actively. So it wasn't their first rodeo. Single year. This was Costa's seventh win and Martin's fourth. Crazy. You want to guess what Costa's winning time was? Okay, so he's the male. Mm-hmm. You want to guess what his uh, like time per mile, uh, minute per mile? Like? Uh, we'll say um, for total total time. So that's twenty six miles. Oh gosh, I don't know. T- two hours, eighteen minutes, forty five seconds. Wow. Are you kidding me? Like that's insane. what does that break down to? That that's, that's a lot of yeah. I, uh, I'm not don't have my calculator math. out in front of me right now. <laughs> But let's go over to let's see here. Uh, so he beat he beat out last year's time with Nicholas Hilton, who came out at t- two hours twenty one minutes forty eight seconds. Wow, that's still quite impressive. Now Giovanna Martins, she clocked in at two hours forty five minutes. There's no way I would even come close to any no, of that. No, my goodness. No way whatsoever. I wonder how your brother did. We'll um, have to give him a hard time. Be like, hey. I think it might have been like around a nine-minute mile. That's that trucking make, it. Well, yeah, somebody said, one of my friends that who's like, down there said that he had really good time, and he even stopped, like, for the characters and stuff. What? There are some people who, like, stop and, like, ride rides. Like, somebody that's that I me. follow. So yeah, that, that's me. Yeah, like, he rode it, uh, not my brother, but somebody I follow on um, Instagram, like, rode Everest twice. Isn't that awesome? I'm like, oh my gosh. And Dave's done that in the past yeah. too. I've done that I'm in like, the past. I'm like, I'm, yeah, that would be cool. So that's why I used to run. I, I used to run because of the camaraderie. Yeah. The food. Like, I'll be honest. Oh, sure. I loved going out and I loved having that meal sure. afterwards. But even before, when we go out the night before, I would eat how I normally eat. And sure. I didn't care because for me it was about, I'm going to jog <laughs> and I'm going to get in line and meet characters. Yeah. And I'll... Yeah, they had some great characters. Yeah, like they always do. My brother had his picture taken with some of the villains. I know Claude Frollo from Hunchback was one of them. He's not one you see very often. No, not no, yeah. not really. So that's really neat, pretty cool. Man. They they even have like sometimes like at Animal Kingdom they'll have live animals out. Oh that my you gosh! Can pet, like goats and stuff like that. Wow. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Neat. Or dogs and things. But for me, it was about the food. It was about meeting the characters. Sure. And I remember, and the listeners are probably tired of hearing the story, but my wife, I got my wife into running with me as well. And we ran in a half in Anaheim. Okay. Disneyland. Yeah. And I woke up the next day, rolled over, and I said, I quit. I'm like, I remember I'm, I'm that. Done ru- I'm done running. I, I just, <laughs> for some reason. Do you think you'll ever go back? No. <laughs> I don't Not really... even for a Disney? Oh, a Walt no, Disney World No, because here's run? my thing. If I'm going to spend that kind of money, 
now my whole priorities have shifted. Sure. I'm gonna spend that in the park. Yeah. Or I'm gonna spend it on Colin. True. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, to see that glimmer in his eye. Yeah. Because the runs, I mean, they can get pricey. Oh my gosh, sure. And if they still, and I haven't, I haven't, uh, I haven't, I haven't like ran in a long time as far as run Disney. Sure. But I know back in the day, it was the closer you got to the event, the more expensive it became. Sure. For the fee. And it can get really pricey if you wait to the last minute, like sometimes I did. Sure. And um, yeah, I'd just rather spend that money somewhere else. And I I'd get rather it. go there and have a good time without without getting all worked up. Sure. You know? But for a runner, like these two guys, yeah, like for I mean, brother, it's almost like this is nothing. You yeah. know, like to them it's just like, oh I'm going Another for a race, run. yeah. Anyway. Let's switch over to Bob Iger. Oh, yeah. CEO, his pay has increased. I'm sure you saw this. I did see that. You did that. see it? All right. Increased to $65.6 million back in, in 2008 or 2018 alone. So he earned $65.6 million. This is an 80% increase. 80% from 2017. Where's my 80% Let that increase? Sink in. Everyone out there right now. If you're shoveling snow, cutting Ugh. the grass, if if you're riding in your car, studying for school, or possibly it's five o'clock somewhere and you have me in your earbuds, let that sink in. Eighty percent increase. As a teacher, I'm happy to get one percent or one and a half increase, yeah. which is under the CPI. Yeah. You know, like, and we is, went without for a few years. Oh my gosh! Yeah, I know we went out so, for let, yeah. a handful of years without yeah. raises. My goodness gracious. Anyway, 80% increase. So let's see here. That's an increase of $36.3 million. Some analysts credit Iger's pay increase, and I could see this, to the intense bidding war for 21st Century Fox. Yeah, I did. I did read that. And it it does kind of make sense. It makes sense. sense. It makes sense because that really secured... Uh, or helped out with their media for the, for the foreseeable future. Sure, sure. You know, a whole new line of characters, getting rights back to characters that you really own but you didn't have the rights to. Absolutely. This, and this reminds me of Oswald the Lucky Rabbit. <laughs> like, who was it? Who was, was it? Oh, we not were just talking. Who it was, was it? We, not Katzenberg. Um, um, we were just reading about this the other night because we were reading, you know, who did ESPN. Or, it was right before Iger. Yeah. It was that CEO. Who was um, right before Iger? I can't believe I, can't, I forgot. Eisner? Wasn't it Eisner? Yeah, it might have been Eisner. Wasn't it Eisner that brought back? It just seems like Eisner was so long ago. You know, I don't know. I'm looking. Look look that up. So it makes sense because all these characters are back now that they technically should have owned, but they didn't. You know, um, they secured this with Comcast. $71.3 billion is what it cost them. So anyway, so it goes on to say, interestingly, interestingly enough, you know, shareholders might be somewhat bothered by the pay increase, considering Disney shares fell this past year. Although, I did, yeah. Although this dip was consistent with the rest of the stock market. So there you go. There's your your card. Sure. Especially among the entertainment industries. So. Right now, I have just I was. We were talking about this the other night, who Disney traded, basically. And they traded Al Michaels for the rights back to Oswald. But it was in 2005, so 
Who, who, wait a minute. So this back in 2005? Yeah. So that wouldn't have been, would that have it been Iger? It would have been Iger. would have been Iger. Yeah, I'm almost positive. So speaking of races, our, our buddy Mike just texted. And, uh, you know, I was texting him saying, hey, I'm so glad the Lizards got together and, and ran oh, one. Yeah. And I'm thankful for what you do. You're, you're spreading joy. You know, Mike's another podcaster. Yeah. And that's the buddy you were talking about that, that got on Mount Everest. Is that what you were talking no, about? No, no, somebody oh. else. Yeah. Okay. I know Mike got on a couple of roller coasters as well, but I text him like, hey, man, I really appreciate everything you do. You bring the podcast out to people. You, you've, you've brought a whole bunch of people together that share the love of Disney and they're active and running. Mm-hmm. So you're getting fit at the same time and just the joy of, of Disney. Yeah. You and can like, tell. Thanks it's for doing amazing. what you do. Keep, keep it up. So he just texted and, uh. He's like, uh, yeah, yeah, you should run, you should run one. <laughs> so I'm like, That's we were just talking goals. about this. We were just talking about this because you just asked. Yeah. And I don't know if he's putting the challenge out to me. I I'll, think I'll it's to, a challenge. I'll have to text him back. Is this a challenge? I'm thinking and, it's a um, challenge. If I do it, I should, I should, I should say, if I do it, I'm doing it with you. There you go. Let's see what happens. There so you anyway. go. Fun. All right. So it goes on to say, after Iger's 2018 compensation was publicized, he announced Disney had nominated the executive. VP and CVS Health and President of CVS, uh, Caremark, uh, Rice is her name, uh, Miss Rice, as the Disney's annual meeting of shareholders on March 7th. Very interesting. Yeah. Okay. All right. Let's see here. Let's moving on. Oh, Disney launches a campaign with the goal of donating a million books. So they're continuing continuing this program. You know, every year they donate a whole bunch of books. Yeah. Um, Disney ABC Television and Disney Publishing Worldwide just announced that for the seventh consecutive year, they are launching The Magic of Storytelling, which is a campaign to donate one million books between now and March 31st, 2019. The donations from Disney are going directly to the nonprofit First Book, which supplies free and affordable books to educators who serve kids in need. Very nice. Yeah, very, very nice. Do we have a program like that out here at all, like in-house in the district or anything? I don't think so. Hmm. We have, it seems like we have um, departments for everything. But not. Yeah. Hmm, that'd be something to look into. Let's see here. It says Disney will donate up to a million books across all of Disney's 2019 Magic of Storytelling book donation promotions. Let's see here. You can help out. There are three ways to help out. So if you want to help out, you can definitely do this, listeners. I'm going to go ahead and, and look this up as well. The first is by posting a, a shelfie. Oh, So fun. not a selfie, but a shelfie. We got one right here to your left. Yes. My right. A selfie from the bookshelf on Twitter or Instagram with the hashtag magic of storytelling we need we're gonna to, do this right now yeah, okay we not to. like afterwards yeah totally like, and we'll we post it to the I instagram have, so my listeners can't see this but the bulletin board behind us is our story it has our my shelf of books and i have donald daisy goofy hats from the parks and my popcorn balloon bucket replica balloon bucket there are a balloon cool. i should say yeah it's a popcorn bucket and my mickey cardboard cutout we totally need and a your darth grader your darth oh, grader cup. Grader cup yeah <laughs> we totally need to do this absolutely all right we will be doing this we should challenge post it on, accepted we'll post Instagram? yes challenge accepted yes definitely post on facebook at least instagram okay instagram yeah. you got it all right another way to help is by purchasing a disney lucas film or marvel branded book from amazon or barnes and noble Easy peasy, easy peasy. Lemon squeezy. I can yeah. do that. It's oh right so now. Easy. 
Alright, during the campaign, Disney will be matching every purchase one for one. I feel like I can't nice. talk. I'm like, I'm like saying R's and matching. <laughs> yeah. I feel like I'm from New York or, or Boston or they're probably yelling at me right now. Both. Yeah. <laughs> With our St. Louis twins. Anyway. Okay, lastly, you can enter for a chance to win a vacation to Disneyland and VIP tickets to the premiere of the upcoming film Dumbo, which looks amazing. Oh by my the gosh, way. it looks amazing. Can't wait to see it. Yes. I was really on the fence. Um, At first? Yeah. I was yeah, on so the was fence, I. and then I saw the preview, the trailer. Dang, it's going to be good. Have you seen the preview to Aladdin? I have not. And the whole uproar with the genie wasn't blue? No. Okay, so they released their teaser trailer. Because we have a lot How of films coming out How did I not find this? I'm missing a lot lately. People were going to Twitter saying the genie should be blue. He's not blue. What's going on with this? Will Smith, who plays who the plays genie. Who plays the genie, sure. He's come back and said, I'm going to be blue, guys. I'm just in disguised human form. I'm CGI'd most of the film. Oh. So, yeah. Hmm. So, anyway, let's see here. Sorry, um, I got us no, off you're track. All, you're all good. So, let's move on. Um, you know, when you worked at Disney... Mm-hmm. Did you have a lot of lawsuits? Not that I remember, but I mean, I was like, like lowly you... cast member. I was like... Did you say lowly? Lowly. Lowly, not yeah. lonely. You said lowly. No, lowly. Like, low on like the I was pole? the lowest on the... Oh, come on. I'm I was sure, just like, an hourly. happened and gossip and... I don't remember. I truly don't. I mean, other than like the news and stuff. All right. All right. All right. Fair. So a worker is suing Disney over injury from a collapsed ditch. A worker at Animal Kingdom. Hmm. Turns out, though, I don't think this worker is an actual worker. I think it's a like a contract employee. Yeah. Florida resident and construction worker Robert Howard, and it gets better too with the construction company as well, has filed a lawsuit in Orange Circuit Court over an injury sustained on Walt Disney World property in 2016. Okay, it's been some time. Yeah, I guess it's just now caught up. I have no idea. So this occurred. So back in 2016, while working inside a ditch at Disney's Animal Kingdom, I'm I'm kind of perplexed. Yeah, they they contracted him to dig ditches. Okay. (laughs) I'm sorry. (laughs) All right. According to the Orlando Sentinel, where where this article came from, guys, Robert and his wife Tara Howard are seeking damages to the tune of over fifteen thousand from the resort. Sure, why not? Yeah, and actually, total, it seems kind of low. And uh, let's see here, and total demolition services. So for so the, that's their company, I'm right, guessing. Exactly, but here's the thing: so Howard suffered the injuries in the course of building foundations for the new animal cages. His attorney, um, let's see here, Michael. Ah, uh, man, Damaso. I, I hope I'm saying that right. I butcher names. <laughs> I really do. I, I haven't anyway said that the lawsuit is being filed so that so that the same thing does not happen again. So that's why oh, they're really looking filing. out yeah. for the yeah, looking protection out for, of for the all ditch diggers. Yeah, exactly. For Interesting. The future of all other ditch diggers. But you know what? Wouldn't you take on a contract to dig a ditch at Disney? Yeah, I would. So I would. I, I, no shame it. in my game. Right. Making fun. And I totally would do that. Yeah. Like I would probably, of course, give it some time. I would clean a toilet with a smile. <laughs> At the parks. Well, Just not Magic Kingdom. Take me someplace where it's yeah, less travel. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I mean, you have to think about it. Some, I mean, people who want to work there, they will do almost anything. Speaking of the cleanest, speaking of toilets, the cleanest toilets. Your other favorite subject. Right. 
that, well, you need to know where to go of when you're course. because if you're like me I'm, and going yeah, from sunup sundown. Yeah, and if you take a look, I've walked out of some restrooms because they were just nasty yeah. looking. I mean, when you eat a when at eat, the Magic Kingdom, yes, exactly. Yes. Well, those I think have some of the dirtiest, to be honest with you. Yeah, I've walked out but because I mean, I'm like, I'm not going here. When you're at I the Beast Castle it. and you're eating a Beast meal, <laughs> you got to unleash unleash the beast, unleash right? The beast. So, um. Dinoland over at Animal Kingdom yeah. has some, which is weird because it's a bunch of kids. It's a kid area. Yeah, but maybe the kids are so busy digging and playing and running around right. that. But you would think that'd be the dirtiest, but it's not. It's a 180. It's maybe the they keep it very clean because of all the kids. I mean, in it was clean. You probably could eat a meal from the floor of the restaurant. I wouldn't going go far. that far. That's going far. But I will have to check it out on our next expenditures. Go, go over there. I'm I will be like, Nick, you were right. These restrooms are the cleanest. You know, you always gotta, you always gotta find the cleanest restrooms. I'm just saying. Oh, I'm, I'm just saying. Totally okay. on board with that. So at Disney, let's see here. Howard, let's see here, was injured as a result of dangerous conditions on the premises, uh, and it's it was labeled as an unsafe work site. Okay, but wouldn't, I mean, I, I don't know much about, like, contracting and stuff, but wouldn't that be kind of the construction company's job to make sure that it was safe before they brought their employees on? Yeah, I mean, you're in Florida. Not, you're digging a ditch. I mean, it's below sea level. Yeah. You know, in some areas, you're going to, like, get hurt. Sure. Not I mean, that, there, there's some risk of injury or, right. you know. Something caving in, something falling. Sure. It's, it's, I mean, it's Florida. And 15000 just seems low to me. I know, right? I was thinking the same thing. Yeah. Nothing. So, yeah. So go ahead. No, I'm just, I'm glad he's not hurt more, I guess. I mean, I don't know how badly he was injured. But I don't either. So Disney did respond, though. Oh, did they? Yeah, they did. They said to the suit in the statement saying, Nothing is more important. So this is very, you know, PC coming out. Sure. Nothing is more important to us than the safety of those who visit and work at our resort. We will respond to the allegations as appropriate. Always mess that one up. In courts. Sure. So, um, the person I got, let's see, the lawyer went on to say, um, no, no, not the lawyer, excuse me, that the person that got injured is not an employee of Walt Disney World. Okay. The Orlando the Orlando Sentinel could not reach Total Demolition Service, which is the construction company. It's now listed as inactive. So it's no longer Interesting. It's an inactive business. I don't know if that means it's no longer a business, but it's it's an inactive business. You would think that Total Demolition would have to take some responsibility for the safety of that site. Well, they're supposed to even notify OSHA if yeah. something happens. And they didn't. In- well, oh. Disney, Disney didn't either. Interesting. Well, yeah. Well, did Disney know until this lawsuit was brought up? Good question. See? Using my noggin. You're you're a smart one, man. I didn't even think think about that one. Yeah. But yeah, both companies did not report the injury. Both companies didn't even contact OSHA. Wow. So, anyway. um, Let's see see how this one pans out. Are you a pass holder? No, I'm not. Have you been a pass holder? No. I want to be. So I'm thinking about doing it here in about. I have, what, 29 days, something like that. I'm wow. thinking about... Wow, you've got it, like, counted down and everything. Well, yesterday I had 30, and I was speaking with my father, and I was like, hey, I Why think... Why 29 days? Um, that's, that's when I'm leaving. For, I have it on my, my little ticker here. Oh, okay, okay, I see. So I have 29 days, and I'm thinking about converting my military voucher... Sure. ...into an annual pass. Like, just nice. deduct the amount, you know? Because 
I'm starting to add up the amount of times I will be out there. Absolutely. And I think I come just shy. But, but think of all the perks you'd get. Right. With the discounts. Yeah. And a day or two shy wouldn't. The photo pass. Yeah. Um, but here's, here's a cool thing. The reason why I'm talking about annual pass holders. So I think, so at the food and wine, you got a cutting board. Yeah, the was, tiny little it was about bitty the size, baby. Size of a hand. Yeah. yeah. But, but I mean, cool. it's still something. I mean, think Mickey of how many of those, in. yeah, how many of those they had to like manufacture and. Right. Yeah, distribute. So if you were a pass holder or if I were a pass holder, and, and maybe, you know, when I go down there, what, you have to go in, what, like four times or something like that to get the novelty that yeah yeah so this year for the epcot international festival of the arts it's going to be i believe just a figment yeah new figment magnets oh those magnets are crazy popular and more for annual pass holders at the 2019 epcot international uh, festival of the arts nice um yeah the, the figment magnet makes me think of all the purple stuff like the yeah. magnets purple Which and all is, this what is up with all this purple i don't stuff. know you think do you think and i know we're getting sidetracked listeners I, I apologize if you listen to us you know i do that a lot do you think they're just trying to drum up something new to make more money before star wars land i you know I, I don't know but this like, purple stuff's like kind of from left field other than the really purple is. wall well they had pink yeah that was yeah. like but that was like mole hill yeah. Now they've created a mountain it likes, with the purple stuff. Yeah. And they even have a whole um, party. Yeah. The purple party. Yeah. It's it's crazy. But Why I'm all about they... that purple spirit jersey. Yeah. Everyone's over these spirit jerseys. It's kind of 90s retro-esque. A little bit. Yeah, a little, yeah. Well, yeah. Some of them have been. I say they should redo Figment Imagination. Or the Figment ride. Is it called oh, Figment's Imagination? Oh, gosh. Journey into Imagination. Jer- journey. They need Thank it. you. They need to bring it back to old school, 1983. Oh, really? You think oh. so? I think they need to like well, upgrade it. And make oh, it, it totally needs to be upgraded, but it needs to also have that retro feel of like okay. old Figment and Dreamfinder. See, they could have done that and you know opened it up to the public, throwing this purple party. That would be fun. Let's see here. First up, and for the first time ever, Figment is featured on the complimentary annual pass holder magnet. It's recommended that you pick up this exclusive magnet on your first visit. So I guess you can get it on your first visit. The magnets, I think, is... I think the magnets... I don't know if they're one per visit or if you can get, like, multiples. But, yeah, those magnets are hot. You can get them. I'm sure we'll see them on, like, eBay. Oh, I'm sure. And uh, Facebook. But Disney's cracking down on that stuff, though, too. They just cracked down on a lady at Disney. Oh, Yeah. Like the resellers or the yes. personal, yeah, well, personal no, no, shoppers too. No, no, not that. I'm talking about oh. uh, getting like stuff like this and then selling it, like things. That oh, are yeah, okay, only. okay. That makes. I mean, they should have been doing that a long time yeah, ago. Yeah, personal shoppers. I reached out yeah. to one uh, in December because yeah. I wanted to buy Colin that huge Lotso. Oh yeah. Yeah, the, and I because I go down there every oh, every few months. It's sure. Turned into now and and I see it. and I always want to bring it back for him, but I don't feel like carrying it. Sure. Like on the plane, that is. Yeah. Not like to the, around the park, because you don't have to. No. But anyway, I was trying to pick one up for Christmas one, and I contacted one, and by the time it was all said and done, it was going to be like 120 bucks. Yeah. And it's like, what, 60 yeah. something oh my dollars gosh, yeah. to get it in the park. Yeah. Well, so, even a pair of mouse ears that are like, what, $27 now are like 45 and 50 Insane. Yeah. And Disney's starting to crack down on that 
from they? what I Are understand. Really? Yeah, if they're if you're using like your annual pass okay, so get, and buying at a, a discount. discount and then reselling it more than the value. Sure. They're kind of cracking down on that. So if you're there and you're an AP holder, you can pick up your magnet there at Mouse Gear or the port of entry. Nice. Let's see here. Oh, they're talking about how they're going to have figment-themed cookies. So that will be there at, you can purchase those at the Taste Track. Taste Track, <laughs> Don't that's Don't you love cute. that, the Taste I do. Track? I do. Well, all that cool AP stuff in the festival is always off on the, in that area. Yeah, it is. It's off on the side. And, and a lot of people, like, uh, I, I know even, um, so, like, I'll be honest. I didn't realize there was more over there. Oh. Tim took me over there one yeah. time and showed me everything. Sure. I'm like, so this is where everything's yeah, at. Yeah, because you, I mean. You could miss it. Yeah, you really can. Like, all the cool extra stuff, like the classes and the, like, so for um, food and wine. Yeah. The tastings the are tastings, all over the yeah. showcase. But if you want to do, like, the wine like, class, if you want to buy knives, if you want to, like, all that extra stuff with the vendors, mm-hmm. it was all over there. Yeah. I didn't know that's what it was. Really? Yeah, I didn't. I know, right? I mean, I just, I just didn't. Sure. Anyway. All right, what do we got next here? Let's see here. Did you find anything at all? Oh, no. no. I've just been following along. All right. Grossly oh, pass, unprepared. Pass holder exclusives. I, uh, I forgot to mention this. Pass holders, uh, it's telling you that you can still get your 20% discount. Some of the highlights that include pass holder exclusives, uh, like a Mickey adult T-shirt and Mickey coaster set, or a Mickey coaster set and a Pluto pin. Neat. Festival merchandise featuring Figment, the spirit jerseys like you were talking about, and the magic bands and more. It's just telling you that pass holders can enjoy 10% discount on the Disney Broadway concert series dining packages, 20% at the Beer Garden Restaurant and Coral Reef. Uh, so that's pretty good. You know, yeah. I you know I was just saying, what about a month ago? I and it's like Disney read my mind. So it was um, great minds think alike. So it was my pleasure letting Disney think with me. Anyway, no, <laughs> I kid, I kid, I joke. No, I'm joking, guys. But I was just saying to Vic that annual pass holders deserve more discounts. Absolutely. I mean, I realize you're paying about a thousand bucks for an AP. Well, it depends if you're living in Florida or not. Mm-hmm. But you pay around a thousand dollars, and for people that are traveling that pay that amount, you're going to get there maybe four or five times, maybe you know, on average. You deserve some more perks, I think. Yeah. You know, more. I, I it'd be kind of cool if the discount. What? Because what's the discount? Like twenty percent on merchandise. Yes, I believe so. Wouldn't it be nice? I mean, of course, everyone would say, "Wouldn't it be nice?" But I mean, twenty-five percent. You know, push it to 25. Well, you know, and here's, I guess, as, as a former cast member, you start out at a 20% discount. And then after, I forget how long, you get 35% off oh, on merchandise. Wow. Really? So for annual pass holders to get that 20, that's pretty cool. Okay. Okay. So there yeah. you go. I mean, that's just my, members. you know, you put your time in and you get 35. And I understand that the season, you know, the annual pass holders they're paying quite a bit for their pass. Well, I think you guys should get half off. Oh, heck yeah. But yeah, I, well, they so do get half off, but get have a cap maybe. Sure. On how yeah, much. on how much you can buy and spend right. or whatever. At, during the holidays, they I don't know if they still do, but they um, would up it to 40%. Nice. Yeah, so it was really nice for those 20% cast members to get that double okay, discount and go. even 5% for, you know, the longer term cast members. So what was the resort discounts like so we just did an episode if you're a cast member could you live on property 
you know, Doubtful. with the money that you make. Well, oh. it turns out you'd have to have like four cast members. Yeah. In the cheapest room possible. Yeah. To be able to live and eat. Sure. At Disney. You could work there and do it, but you'd be cramped. Yeah. What were some of the resort discounts like? Um, you know, I honestly don't remember. I can't remember. I want to say maybe like 30. I mean, it depended on the time of year. It was dependent on the time of year. Um, okay. And the, the resort. But gosh, and they would really I mean, was encourage it. Was it better than GA it. discounts? I, I want to say it might have been. Okay, good. So I'm, yeah. I'm hoping it was. Yeah. I'm hoping. I mean, if you work for the place, yeah, I, you should and be they really, some mad discounts. Yeah, and they encouraged it because they wanted you to be familiar with the resorts. And they wanted for you... For sure. It's all that product You know, knowledge. you would also get like 50% off every now and then at restaurants. Oh, wow. Yeah, nice. Because they wanted you to be able to tell guests, you know, recommend where to dine or... Sure. You know. And have that personal experience yeah. and tell them what to expect yeah. once they get there. Yeah, I gosh, I don't recall. I mean, it's been forever, but I don't recall that the resort discount. I want to say regularly, maybe around thirty percent. That's awesome. Yeah, it was it was nice. Favorite restaurant? Favorite restaurant now, right yeah, now. Yeah. If I were to add, if I were to say let's go have dinner, I'd say Homecoming. Okay, when Disney you were a Springs. cast member. When I was a cast member, Olivia's. At Old Key West. I mean, you know, other Ohana. I mean, Ohana's changed over the years. Um, That's, to me, that's more of the touristy place. Yeah, yeah. I mean, everyone does it once. You know, and I mean, I like like 1900 Park Fair. Mm -hmm. I like that. Okay. But as a cast member, I mean, we would, you know, if we were going out to a restaurant, it would just really kind of depend on our mood. But Olivia's was pretty constant. Do Olivia's cast members have date nights on campus, like well, we used so like, to because we're nerds, right? So yeah. you would still have a date night at the place in which you work. Yeah, because I mean, it was it was it was different going there as a guest. I mean, see, we need to have you on and talk about this type yeah. of stuff too. I think that would be a no, very I mean, interesting we would, episode. We would, you know, my favorite park, all you know, was and is you know MGM Hollywood right. Studios. So we'd go and, you know, ride Tower of Terror a couple times, you know, go have a snack at Rider's Stop. You know. That's awesome. Yeah, bum around. I mean, I I did enjoy that. So let's talk about other former cast members. Former former Disney Pixar animation head John Lasseter. Oh yeah. Has a new job with Skydance Animation. Yeah. So John Lasseter, we all know him, we all love him. And, you know, it's kind of been kind of unclear, really, what happened. Yeah, it's been kind of cloudy. We got caught up with the whole Me Too yeah, movement. movement. Okay. Um, he completed his tenure at, well, as the chief creative officer for Disney and Pixar Animation at the end of 2018. He has just brought, uh, has just brought, excuse me, been brought on to lead Skydance Animation. Um, this is very sad. I, and yeah, I'm happy is, for him at the same time. Yeah, I mean, it's. I'm glad he's, fa- for lack of better words, found something. Right. But it kind I mean, of breaks my heart a little. I know because everything that we love. I mean, we're sitting right yeah. next to. I mean, Andy's I've been wallpaper. and Monsters University oh, yeah. right across from me. Oh, yeah, Monsters University behind me. We have Andy's wall beside us with the clouds, and I mean, Toy Story. 
when I think of Colin's childhood, it's Disney, but it's really, it's, it's Toy Story and Pixar. Sure. And Cars. He changed animation for the foreseeable oh, future. Oh, gosh, yeah. He is the reason why Disney started doing 3D because Disney finally ultimately realized that they were lagging behind. Mm -hmm. Disney brought him back on. So what's funny about this guy, so Disney fired him for 3D animation. Yeah. Because with Rescues Down Under, it didn't do that well. Sure. Now that was, that was computer animation. So yeah. it was 2D, but computer animated. Disney didn't like the direction that, or the, the artistic, I guess, um, vibe or whatever, or you should say experimentation that yeah. Lasseter was doing. And he was told if it didn't do well, he's gone. Yeah. Well, he was. He went on to start his own company, sure. Pixar. Yeah. Disney then finally realized they got to change with times as well, brought him back on. So he really was, I mean, honestly, I'm not comparing him to Walt Disney, but he was an innovator. Absolutely. And he changed the face of animation, just like Walt. Well, yeah, in a way, he kind of, yeah, I mean, he didn't, I mean, he's not bringing on theme parks and right. and whatnot, but I mean, as far as animation goes, he's definitely, so, I would say, on par. Yeah. In my opinion, the two defining people that have changed animation over the course of history, Walt Disney, of course, first feature-length film, right? Absolutely. And then you have John Lasseter, first full-length feature, feature of 3D animation. Absolutely. Toy Story. And for this to happen, it really does sadden me. You yeah. Know, I, that he's he's not... That he got caught up in all this. Yeah. And we really don't know the whole story. Like, yeah. I don't feel like I know the whole story. Heck no. Anyway, so after it goes on, the article goes on to saying, after taking a six-month leave of absence over allegations of unwanted advances, Lasseter returned to Disney in June in a consulting capacity but announced that he would be he would leave the company for good at the end of the year. Wow. Now, I know from what I've read from documentaries, he was always one that was touchy feely. What I mean by that is huggy. Sure. So he was like Lotso the Hugging Bear. Yeah. And he's also been compared to as Lotso the Hugging Bear. Yeah. Because everyone that would come into his office and everything, he'd always hug. Sure. You know, um, of course, I mean, everything I've read though and seen has been online. You know, yeah. so whatever it is, what it is. I don't. It's just sad. I don't, it I'm is. speechless, it but is. it's just sad. I mean, I give because I think about myself. I give sure. hugs to people all the time. Yeah. Shoot, I hugged you as soon as you came. Yeah, in the me room. and Michael both. Yeah. Yeah. You know, because that's just me. Yeah. Giving you hugs. Yeah. Anyway, it's just just very very sad. Skydance Media Chief Executive Officer David Ellison. He came. He came on and he announced that Laster would join their team. Uh, later this this month. So after he left Disney in 2018, um, we have David who came out, the chief executive officer of Skydance, and hey, we're going to bring him on. According to uh, Ellison, John is a singular creative and executive talent uh, whose impact on the animation industry cannot be overstated. So true. Uh, yeah, absolutely. We were just talking about this. He was responsible for leading animation into the digital age. Absolutely true. Indeed. He was the fork in the road for Disney. They were forced to change their ways sure. and how they animate because of that man. Mm -hmm. uh, because of competition. That yeah. Is. Oh, yeah. Uh, while telling uh, incomparable stories that continue to inspire and entertain audiences around the globe. So John Lasseter created a company that makes hits. They manufacture Oh, my hits. gosh. They haven't they had a dud. Right. Exactly. What other... Disney has. Oh, Disney's, That's yeah. That's something Disney cannot say. Absolutely. What other company do you know that hasn't, that... Consistently, consistently puts out hits. that, yeah. 
doesn't create duds. Mm-mm. Everything they even their duddiest duds exactly are still amazing, exactly. and they still bring in viewers and money. Anyway, so go ahead. I'm gonna go check them out too. This article goes on for a very long time, but I'm gonna go ahead and check them out as well. Uh, just go ahead and Google every uh, listeners Skydance. Yeah, I'm not familiar with Skydance. I'm not either. Um, pull, see if you can pull something up. I want to see what type of animation. Like, what do they do? Are they do they do they do business presentations or do they do full out animation? I have no idea what's going on with Skydance. It would be kind of cool. Let's see. Let's see here. In a second, here we'll get into a DJ's dance and or excuse me, DJ's dance and uh, drive no longer on the schedule at Disney California Adventure. What's what'd you pull up? Um, I mean, this is Wikipedia, so take okay. it as it is. Um, Skydance Media is an American production company based out of Santa Monica, California. Um, founded in founded by David Elson in 2006, the company raised 350 million to co-produce and co-finance films with Paramount Pictures since 2009. All right. The company specializes in film, animation, TV, and video games. Skydance is responsible for feature-length films, including... Yeah, that's what I'm interested in hearing. True Grit, Mission Impossible, Ghost Protocol, G.I. Joe Retaliation, Star Star Trek Into the Darkness, World War Z, Mission Impossible Rogue Nation, uh, Baywatch. (laughs) Baywatch? The Rock. I wonder what they were animating there. (laughs) He got a Razzie for that one. Oh, that's Um, funny. Yeah, Yeah, it looks like... The Rock Dwayne Johnson. Yeah. You're in love with him. I do love him. Who doesn't love The Rock? Oh, my gosh. He just bought his mom a house, too. Did he really? He did for Christmas. He's He's amazing. He is so good with his family. I asked Michael, I'm like, when you hit it big, are you going to buy your mama a house? He's like, no. What? I know. He's a rotten child. But Skydance's future feature film Slate, say that three times fast, include Top Gun Maverick, Untitled Terminator film. That's right. Top Gun is coming And Gemini Man. So they do... It like movie movies, right? So not, not animated. So films. probably CGI within those movies, maybe. Right, which is where a lot of these people are individuals that worked for Pixar mm-hmm. had done before they joined Pixar. I mean, sure. a lot of them came right out of college. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, it, it was a startup company, Pixar. Yeah, but a lot of their talent has also come from people that were perfected CGI. Yeah, amazing stuff. That's cool. I'm, I'm going to look them up. Um, let's see here. Oh yeah, so I talked about DJ's dance and dive. No longer on schedule at Disney California Adventure. It appears that over this past weekend, Disney quietly ended the run of DJ's Dance and Dive or Drive. The street, and this is a street party that took place in the middle of Cars Night, by the way. Okay. Um, so there was no. They sure love those dance parties, don't they? they? Were, I know, right? It's kind of oh. like, what can we do to let's do a dance party? Yeah, hey, woo. everybody, we're too wild and crazy. Yeah, guys. you know, remember the <laughs> SNL stuff? I, I remember that. Oh my gosh! So anyway, Disney has has been doing a lot of that this year. Yeah, but they've it put the kibosh overnight. on this one, huh? Oh, th- that they just like but poof, it's gone. No announcement. We're not yeah. telling anyone. Well, I mean, inner circle. can, can re- anybody really be that upset that a dance party's going away? I don't know. I mean, if you're planning your whole trip to California Adventure around a dance party, yeah, I, I don't know. So I shouldn't admit that one? That you planned yeah. your last no, trip? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, they're nice and they're time fillers. You know, they're good for the kids, but really... 
honestly, if I didn't notice on a guide map that it wasn't available, I, you wouldn't know. I then. wouldn't know. <laughs> so we all know Epcot is going to be going to a new show. Yeah. Uh, I forget what it's called. Something Ever After. Oh, yeah. Um, I, I don't know. Trying to think of it. I know we have Happily Ever After. Was that just a rumor? I, I got to look at that. Yeah, I haven't heard for sure. Okay. Anyway, so Epcot is introducing new Illuminations dining packages. I saw that. Right. Kind yeah. of like yeah. your farewell. Yes. Yeah. So what do you like about it? Well, I mean, I guess for guests who want to make sure that they get that last hurrah, hurrah yeah. you know, this version of Illuminations debuted in 2000. 99. Oh, did it? Yeah, with okay. the Millennium so Celebration. You were, you were there. Yeah, I was there. You were working. So I've seen it. Did you see the, did they have a cast member view, viewing of They it? did. They Sweet. did. Did you yeah. know that? Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. So Things like that were neat. Yes. And then when my sister and brother-in-law got married, their dessert party was an Illuminations dessert party. Awesome. So yeah, yeah, it was pretty cool. So I mean, if you want to snag like the right seat and make sure that you see it one last time, I think that's a great way to do it. Can you do me a favor real quick? Can, of course. Can you look up to see what the new show is going to be called? Well, I'm I'll go ahead. On and, it. I'll go ahead and read the rest of the article here while you look that up. Uh, so it goes on to say, as Illuminations Reflections of Earth approaches its final season. It's finally going away, people. This is crazy. Epcot is introducing a new dining package that offers dining at a fan-favorite restaurant and reserved viewing for the classic show. Beginning January 18th, guests can enjoy Illuminations dining package at the Rose and Crown Dining Room and the United Kingdom Pavilion. Let's see here. It goes on to say that you're going to dine on a prefix menu of classic British food while enjoying the view of the World Showcase Lagoon. Then stay for one of the best views of Illuminations in Epcot. The dinner includes unlimited beverages, both non-alcoholic and... Get ready for this. Unlimited beverages, non-alcoholic and... Adult fancy drinks. It does say adult fancy drinks, yes. Um, I do not drink, but if I did, if they had Mountain Dew on tap... That's my Dewweiser, a Dewski. That's my poison of choice, right? That's what I would be drinking all the time. Did, does it say? Did you? Um, I it just it's been pulling up very slowly. Okay. Um, all new nighttime fireworks spectacular to replace illuminations. Part of the transformation of Epcot. Now this is directly from Did, um, the Disney Parks blog. Okay. I don't know that they've released a name. I. I'm having a hard time pulling up it's like all rumors. Good. Oh, Michael, nighttime spectacular. Uh, that's isn't that at Hollywood Studios? Michael the, pulled something. The price up. on this. You want to guess the price? Um, on this? it's not a sit-down meal. It's just eighty-five dollars for an adult. You know, I mean, no different than the dessert party. But um, you get unlimited non-alcoholic and alcoholic yeah. beverages. I don't think that's terrible. Or mix them up. Yeah. If you want to, yeah. right? Yeah, you can mix all sorts of things. $35 for kiddos. Uh, yeah, I don't I I honestly I don't think that's terrible. Okay, Michael pulled up um night uh, nighttime spectacular called Celebration of Disney Music. Okay. But I don't know if that's 
um, Epcot Forever, which will... Here we go. Is it, yeah, is that what it's called? Epcot, Epcot Forever, Forever, which will debut in fall 2019 and feature classic Epcot tunes. As we reported earlier, this will replace Illumination's reflection of Earth until the new nighttime spectacular debu- debuts. So Epcot okay. Forever is kind of a bridge to whatever Got it. the new nighttime show will so be. So it's like you fire a coach, Good you job, Michael in Pagnotti. Good job, dude. He's I, on I, it. I appreciate it, buddy. All right, let's uh, let's move along here. Did, we talked about this. All things purple. Disney Park celebrating all things purple with special purple treats. Yeah, yeah. There are way too many. I have. You can see this. Our listeners cannot. Okay, so uh, half a page. One, two. So two and a half pages Dang, of the purple, purple treats. Stuff. I yeah. It's so the gray stuff has some competition. Indeed. That's all I'm saying. The cake on a stick. That yeah. turns your mouth blue. So it's not have, a cake pop. Yeah, the it's purple, cake on the purple a, mini cake on yeah. a cake on a stick. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, it's shaped. It's a blackberry cake, is what it is. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. We also have purple wall cotton candy. Mm-hmm. Didn't they always have that though? I don't know. I've never gotten cotton candy. At the I'm parks, not a cotton but, candy person. But once I do have, I've had it in the buckets. Okay. But I'm the type of person like I I don't eat it. No. But when I do. The whole bucket's gone. Sure, because that's all it takes. <laughs> I mean, you're like in five minutes. Yeah, because it's just it's melted crazy. sugar. You know, I wonder if it would disappear if you just pour water on it. I'm oh, I'm sure, sure it would. Yeah, yeah it has yeah. to. Maybe that'll drink be this. an experiment. Right. And then drink it? I wonder what that's Yeah, uh, That would be awful. All right. At Walt Disney World Resorts, they're at Disney All-Star Sports in the food court. They're going to have purple uh, starry cake, a sky cake. Oh, fun. Yeah. Well, about the cake. Disney's Art of Animation, a Pop Century Resort. That's where I'm staying, by the way. Okay. Pop Century? Uh, yeah. Nice. Pop Century. Yes, Pop Century. Purple Galaxy Cupcake? Fun. That looks cool. I bet, I bet they have, they'll have some like glitter and crispy. Yeah, sure. they do. I was going to say, I bet you they have the crispy pearls from the oh, yes. Master's Cupcake. Yes. Aren't those the best? They are. Dude, I love the Master's Cupcake. Do you ever, like, is it wrong if I buy two of those? No. Okay, because I have. <laughs> Ten bucks for two cupcakes. I find nothing wrong with well that. You might as well cake, right? I mean, but those cupcakes are like delicious. They melt no, in your mouth. All, I haven't, I haven't had a dud cupcake from I, Disney. From Disney, I mean, okay. some people do like, you know, drinking. Yeah. You know, like I would be the cupcake. Okay, flight. so you'd be like the the foodie, yeah, person. We've so tried to eat around the world. world. Yeah, I I can't do that. Can't I've done do that. Treats. Yeah, I haven't done like snacks and. Because I know there's snack around the world. Yeah. You can go and yeah. get treats. Like, I'll do candies and things like that. Sure. But I, I can't do the drinking. I don't drink. Yeah, I mean, I I don't not drink, but I just, there's no way. Right. I think you'd no be way. done probably by the sixth pavilion. Sure. But I, I wouldn't mind here. tasting a cupcake from everywhere. Where's the African violet cupcake coming from? Animal Kingdom? Yeah, Animal Kingdom. There you go. The purple Contempo cupcake. Fun. Yeah, they've got some good cup. Want to take a guess where that's coming from? At the contemporary. The contemporary, yeah. They have some very good cupcakes. purple mini cupcake. That's going to be at the Polynesian Resort. Um, let's see here. The another purple cupcake coming from Disney Port Orleans. The purple blackberry mouse uh, or moose brownie coming from Fort Wilderness Lodge Resort. Nice. And we have the blackberry lemon tart coming from Ooh, the Disney's Yacht and Beach that Club. That sounds good. Maybe I'll have to see if my mom and dad can have one of those. But. Oh, you know, so this is coming from Walt Disney World, but Disneyland wants in the action, too. Of course they do. Yeah, so it's going to be an east side, west side competition going on. 
No competition. And at Disneyland Park. They're both good for their own reasons. Oh, my gosh. Well, you know, yeah, they are. Like, Disneyland, they have churros out the wazoo. Oh, my goodness. I wish they would have the same type of churros at Disney World. Sure. But they don't. They don't. But I wish they did. Let's see here. A Jolly Holiday Bakery Cafe. They're going to have purple glove. uh, Let's see here. It's it's blackberry. Oh, my gosh. What what is that? It's, well... It's not a macaroon because that's a, right. Yeah, but it's I think a macaron. Okay, Is it's like French it? macaron. Macaron. Yeah, that threw me off. Mac there. macaron. Macaron. I, I I have no idea. People are probably yelling at me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yelling at us. Butchering it. Um, aren't you supposed to be a teacher? You're teaching our kids. We don't teach yeah. French. Let's see here, uh, purple rose at the Red Rose Tavern. A lavender milk tea is going to be at the Red Rose Tavern. Yeah, as that well. sounds terrible. Let's see here. Jamaica Freeze, Purple, fi- purple Fish Tacos. How <laughs> would you um, like Purple Fish Tacos? No. Nice. Purple Churros, though. I'll take that at the yeah. Critter, uh, Country Churros. No, I would try that. Definitely. Good times. I'm going to skip over these. We yeah, have so, pancakes. I mean, lots of purple food. It's a purple party. I'm about the purple merchandise. The, the sparkly ears and the spirit jersey. So, Disney, moving along, Disney Vacation Club announces resale or resale. Oh, yeah. Contract limitations. Yeah, this January is 19th. huge. Is this going to affect you at all? No, do you, no. Do you buy into this? Okay. No. So, years ago, when folks purchased Disney Vacation Club through the resale market, the rules on their membership were the same as if they made the purchase from Disney directly. Yeah. In other words, Chrissy, listeners, Michael, if there were no limitations put on the way the points could be used. So there's no limitations no. whatsoever the way that you could use those points. Over the years, but things have changed. Sure. And this might be one of the biggest changes yet. So effective, let's see here, in just a few days on January 19th of this year, only members who purchase directly from Disney will be able to use their vacation points at the 14 existing Disney Vacation Club resorts. Yeah. So what's this going to do? To you have those brokers well, out there yeah, I was gonna all say, the time that resell points. Uh, honestly, I don't know what'll happen to them. I know Disney's been well. I mean, because people over the years have wanted out of their contracts. People want to buy contracts. There, I I don't know how all that works, but everyone is up in arms about this. But you know, part of me is like, I, I don't know. Maybe listeners won't like this. I don't know. But if you want the Disney perks, you buy it from Disney. Right. Yeah. Yes, but it always is cool, though, to go through a bro- broker and be able to spend the same amount of money I'm going to spend, like, at uh, Pop Century. Sure. And be able to stay in some villa. Oh, lodge, yeah. No, no. I know? think this is... Yeah, I mean, you'll still be able to, like, oh. stay through them, but this is, like, for, like, the contract, like, when you're buying... Oh, so the brokers are all still good. So we can still purchase points through a broker. Absolutely. Okay. I think this is for like when you're purchasing like your share into Disney Vacation Club. Okay, so that's why if it's grand, so so that's why people yeah. that hand it down. Um, let's see here. I believe I read something about gifting the the contracts. Yeah. So okay, yeah. So it says this change does not apply to contracts purchased prior to January nineteenth, twenty nineteen. Yes. So it's Con- only on the new contracts. Yeah. Contracts gifted to family members will continue to have the same resort access as before the ownership transfer. Yes. Okay. 
All right. Well, that's good news. Yeah. Yeah. It just, I think, I mean, I don't understand all of it, but I think it just takes away, like, how you can exchange your points using them outside. Okay. I, I'm not positive on that, but they've really, over the years, kind of, because my parents have owned it since, like, 95. Like, they were some of the first. Right. When it was only one resort. And why are you telling us? Yeah, yeah. why are you telling us about that? Um, and, you know, they can, you know... We joke, you know, who are they gifting the membership to and whatnot. Um, but over the years, they've really decreased the not not to the members, not, not to the joking. members. That's a good question. Who are they going to gift it to? Let's let's face it. That's <laughs> yeah. Not, they've got five kids. You're not joking about this. You're all going to be fighting over this stuff. Yeah, we're good. We're good. But um, they first thing you look at in the will, yeah, huh? no doubt. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> um, they've, they've really taken away the perks and whatnot from those people who have purchased their contracts from not directly from Disney. So I, I think this affects more that. Okay. Like if you're buying a long-term contract, not for a week's stay or a couple nights stay. I think this is like your long-term purchases. And so your parents bought in when it was still, I mean, it was expensive back then. But looking back, oh it's gosh, super yeah, cheap. it was so cheap. It's like pennies. Yeah, back yeah. then. Yeah, compared to now. Yeah, I kind of wow. wish I would have gotten in on that action. Wow. But um, yeah, back when Old Key West was called the Vacation Club Resort. Right. Yeah, before it was called Old Key West, and it was the only one, and that was really the only resort we knew for a while. But now my mom likes to stay at all the. That's why I think what Beach Club, one of them has the villas and that's why they're there now they like to experience the other dvc resorts. Well, for sure well thanks for coming on by the way oh really no problem i'm glad it. to be back and our listeners are going to hear from you more often more consistently Sweet. absolutely we um don't have as much going on this winter as we usually do awesome awesome so. i'm so glad you came on like i said and like i told the listeners earlier you know you are our very first episode it's so of the weird. Mousecapades podcast and it's kind of cool it's kind of cool. Well, we had our inaugural episode, right? And then, and then our very first, our very first interview. Your son's yeah. correct. My son. Technically, she was the second one. Oh, Michael. <laughs> I know, dude. Oh, I know. He's crazy. Technically, you were, but but you were our, really our first episode. I mean, you were the first person we brought on to interview. Yeah. Um, because Dave and I had no other friends. Scraping the bottom of the barrel. Hey, the one that works next door to me. I think she talks Disney. Dude, weren't those the days? Oh, man, I miss those, those were, days. I miss them. When we were in the yeah. classrooms next door to one another. I miss another. them. And you would share these stories. I mean, oh, you yeah. would talk about Disney yeah. and stuff. And that was cool. Anyway. Get back in the room to the preschoolers. We need you. No, I'm talking Disney. Right. Right. It's nap time, right? Yeah, nap time, long? snack time. Here, anyway. kids, have more cheese balls. Thanks for... <laughs> <laughs> thanks for thanks for uh, coming on. I really do appreciate it. I'm though. glad to I'm glad wait. to be back. I can't wait for you to keep coming on um, consistently and talking yeah. some rumors and news with us and our listeners. All about the rumors. It's gonna news. be awesome. It's yeah, gonna be awesome. It's good. So, listeners, if you're interested in being a guest on our show or you have a question or comment, simply text us four zero seven six seven four zero four one four or email us mousecapadespodcast at gmail If you'd like to book a trip and or you just want that free quote, go ahead and text us as well. Same number. Four zero seven six seven four zero four one four, or contact us travel at mousecapadespodcast.net so it's a different uh, email there travel at mousecapadespodcast.net 
Check us out on our, all of our social media accounts. You can find myself on Instagram, Mousecapades underscore Nick. Our Facebook page, go ahead and like it. Type in The Mousecapades Podcast. Don't forget to place The in front of Mousecapades. And our Twitter account, which we're about to just, we're going to post we're gonna one here. We're going to do our shelfie. shelfie. Can't wait. At Mousecapades Pod. Thursday's show. Um, let's see here. So Thursday's show, just like in our cafeteria here at Fairmount Elementary, we have what's called Chef's Choice. Oh, you know what that is. We don't have that Where at Sager. Get, uh, they get to just create what they want, and that's what you get, kid. You get what you get. You don't, don't throw, throw fit. fit. <laughs> so for all my listeners out there, same rules apply. We will be re-airing one of our most popular episodes, and then the next week on Monday. We have, a, we have a teen coming on to our show, and they're going to debate what teens should be doing or, like, uh, what they do at Disney. And then I'll give them my old man river perspective. So it's going to be, like, <laughs> it's going to be the battle of the ages here. Wow. Um, and then on Wednesday, again, back on Wednesday, we have news and rumors. And then finally, Thursday, we're going to have our very own Walt Express bloggers coming on to discuss their latest and most popular topics surrounding the parks. And I'm thinking we're going to be talking about Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween sure. as well because that just dropped. So we have some exciting, exciting content coming your way. we got some great stuff coming uh, coming on in 2019. Yeah, we're gonna be it's going to be big. Yeah. Definitely bringing on more Facebook lives, being more active with our social media. You guys have been doing a great job responding to the show via email and texting. We encourage you to continue to text us. Again, that number is 407-674-7, or excuse me, 407-674-0414. As always, remember to check out our friends over at waltexpress.com for all things Disney. Thanks again for listening to the number one podcast that entertains the space between your ears. The Mousecapades Podcast. And as always, have a magical day, my friends. Bye. Thanks, Chrissy. That was awesome. It was fun. It was good. Good Good to be back. Good, good. You've been listening to the all-new Mousecapades podcast. Be our guest. Put our service to the test. If you have questions, comments, or would like to be a guest on the show, please visit our website. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Thanks for listening. And have a magical day. Take it from me Up on the shore they work all day Out in the sun they slave away While we devoted full time to floating under the sea Oh my Mr. Aladdin, sir, what will your pleasure be? Let me take your order, jot it down You ain't never had a friend like me Get why he grinned And you sing with all the voices of the mountain And you paint with all the colors of the wind And you paint with all the colors of the wind
our guest, be our guest, but our service to the test. Tie your napkin around your neck, Sherry, and we'll provide the rest. Soup du jour, hot hors d'oeuvre, where we own and live to serve. Try the great stuff, it's delicious. Don't believe me, ask the dishes, they can sing, they can dance. After all, Mrs. is friends, and a dinner here is never second best. Go on, unfold your menu, take a glance, and then you'll be our guest. We are guests, be our guests. I will find my way, I can go the distance, I'll be there someday, if I can be strong, I know every mile would be worth my while, I would go most anywhere to feel like I belong. I want to be where the people are. I want to see, want to see them dancing, walking around on those, what do you call them? Oh, feet. Up where they walk, up where they run, up where they stay all day in the sun, wandering free. Wish I could be part of that world. bends unexpectedly just a little change small to say the least both a little scared neither one prepared beauty and the beast I can open your eyes take you wonder by one Sideways and under on a magic carpet ride, a whole new world, a dazzling place I never knew. But now, from way up here, it's crystal clear. Now I'm in a whole new world with you, a whole new world. That's where we'll be, a thrilling chase, a wondrous place for you and